Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As your, as always, it's your host, Mad Max, and today we're going to be talking about the series finale of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going to do a deep dive into episodes five and six, and then we're also going to uh, probably give an overall opinion of the show uh, overall. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. And I just want to point out by saying that we're going to start with episode five. Uh, Episode five really kind of uh, hammered the fact that um, I got to be honest, it really hammered the fact that uh, this the John Walker character who is you got I got to admit, he's played pretty good by Wyatt Russell. And I will say that. his transformation into what looked to be a bad guy was pretty pretty intense coming off the the craziness that ended in episode four if you saw my if you heard my review about that you'll see why uh but for some reason man this this episode five was a bit of a letdown because nothing really happened it was more of a filler it basically set everything up for what was to happen in episode six which I can't really be mad at because episode six really delivered. But episode five, I, I want to say the bright spot, in my opinion, the, the one standout I will say about episode five was definitely the the performance from Anthony Mackie. I mean, I mean, throughout the first four episodes, you kind of got a lot of performances from you got great performances from Sebastian Stan and from even uh, Daniel Brawl as Zemo. And, you know, like I think in my earlier one of my earlier reviews, I said that Anthony Mackie's kind of outshined. Well, in this episode, I want to say in this one and in episode six, Anthony Mackie's brought to the forefront and he really gives a re- he really gives a fantastic performance. It really resonates with the idea of, you know, it's got a lot of the social commentary of what's going on. Like, could a black guy be Captain America and things like that? I mean, the Isaiah Bradley character was a prime example is that the world didn't want to see a black Captain America but by the time we get to episode 6 of the series we need a black Captain America because Steve trusted Sam more than anybody because it was never about being the perfect soldier it was about being a good man which is why it worked out for you know certain people I don't want to say Bucky takes a back seat, but uh, he go, he does kind of take like a little bit of his character kind of comes full circle in episode five. You know, if you go back and watch uh, Captain America Part Two, uh, when when Sam first meets uh, uh, Steve Rogers, they talk about you know sleeping on a mattress and it kind of feels you know weird. And then that episode that we see, episode one, we see Bucky sleeping on the floor. So. It, it, you know, it's something, it's not something that you can usually get over, but I think in episode five, you finally see uh, Bucky kind of find peace, you know, when he's in this, the moments where he's with Sam at his house, sleeping on the couch and wakes up with the kids and things like that. You know, you kind of see, you see him slowly start to find that peace that he once had. And uh, it's a really cool moment uh, for Bucky. And then, of course, the great scenes with uh, Anthony Mackie, where you know, he's talking about, you know, kind of taking that mantle and things like that. I think this was probably the last episode. Episode five was probably the last time we saw the Wakandans, which is kind of unfortunate. But, um, you know, then again, we don't really uh, their character arc is kind of already full. They don't really come in and do anything else. John Walker's turn to, you know, John Walker is slowly turning into what is 
either Captain Hydra or the U.S. agent. But it's confirmed in uh, episode six that he does, be, in fact, become uh, the the U.S. agent, which is supposed to be like the anti. Not I don't want to say the opposite of Captain America, but he's more of the anti-hero. Like he doesn't care if he has to kill somebody. He doesn't care if he has to, you know, become the bad guy. He's basically wearing the stars and stripes. However, the stars and stripes are black and red, not you know red, white, and blue. You know, so that reveal at the end, and then uh, uh, Julie Dreyfus comes in as uh, I can't man as as uh, I think it's as Senator Val as 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 her name perceives her. Now, that was supposed to be this like shocking moment, but for some reason. The, the buildup for a new villain wasn't all really that great. And he didn't really see enough of her to kind of get behind her. Even in episode six, she comes out at the very end to kind of introduce the this new covert, you know, black ops uh, soldier, which is John Walker, the U.S. agent. So it's kind of different. To, it's it kind of gives you hope that they might be able they might, you know, carry on to do a season two. And as of right now, um as of right now, I want to say that Marvel has confirmed that they're going to be doing another Captain America 4, which episode 6, spoiler alert, um, Captain America is now Sam Wilson. The, when Sam Wilson first appears in uh, in episode 6, he's got the red, white, and blue Falcon, and he's the red, white, and blue Falcon suit, but he's also carrying the shield, and that, that alone was incredible, but they kind of they kind of did let that slide. They had all the posters come out, so eventually you knew he was gonna uh, eventually look like that. So, but don't get me wrong, it still looked cool. The final showdown where Sam, Bucky, and even John Walker go after the Flag Smashers was really cool. Episode six, it kicks off, man. It starts with a big action set piece, and it does not let go. And for some reason, it felt kind of backwards, if you know what I mean, like. The, the the dramatic stuff, the drama, you know, the, the heartbreaking stuff, the the redemption story with Isaiah Bradley about the government kind of reestablishing the fact that uh, that he was an American soldier fighting for his country in a time where the, the color of his skin made him an outcast. So for him to kind of get the statue in the uh, Smithsonian with Steve Rogers definitely was something cool to see. I felt it was a little bit underdeveloped at first, uh, but overall, that Isaiah Bradley character is kind of cool, and it's a, I don't think we're going to see him in uh, in another film or anything like that, but it is kind of cool to see the fact that they did acknowledge him, even though they kind of did take advantage of him for 30 years. Sam Wilson as, as the new Captain America is, without a doubt, a cool little addition, and, you know, Bucky finally finding peace within himself, letting go of his past and, you know, forgiving all those people that just, that he's hurt over the years and things like that was a, a cool little, a cool little send, I don't want to say a send off for him, but it was a great, it was a great way for him to find closure. Uh, that was something that I didn't think that was going to be as heartfelt as that, as it should have been, but it kind of was sad. It, it, it was more of like a happy a happy emotion that an emotional part that he was able to kind of get over his his past life as the winter soldier things like that sharon carter uh revealed to be the 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 power broker was a bit underwhelming 
to say the least. Like you kind, I, I was hoping she would be, but I, I thought it would be in a much more grand way. And um, you know, it, it it goes to show you that you know that all this stuff can be uh, all this stuff can be misleading. But I feel as if with 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 this first season coming to an end, maybe they are building up for something more. Maybe they will do a. Uh, a Captain America 4 with these characters, or maybe they will come back for a second season. Uh, whichever one they decide to do, I'm kind of hoping they do the movie, but whichever one they decide to do, they they have already established the foundation. Uh, Agent Carter has returned back to her thing, but she's kind of given this ominous send-off to where she might be revealed as the new villain for another film. So that's kind of cool. And then, of course, Senator Val and John Walker walk away as... Uh, as the U.S. agent, that was kind of cool as well, too. Um, to be honest, overall, this show was really good. It really stuck the landing. Um, it really kind of solidified the fact that, you know, that it was a much, it was a radical departure from what they did with WandaVision, but at the same time, it wasn't too far-fetched. Like, this felt more of like an action series, like a, like a super spy espionage than really like a psychological thriller like WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision kind of had all the earmarks of, of like a psychological thriller, but if that ending just kind of fell flat to whereas, uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier was more of like a super spy espionage, uh, uh, like an episode of 24 trying to stop these terrorists from doing bad things it did stick the landing because it you know it it it, it has the earmarks of, a, of an action movie and things like that so i'm not trying to sound sexist or anything like that or 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 biased or anything to, or anything like that but i felt as if you know the the scarlet witch character should have been introduced in a way that was much more suitable for the mcu rather than her just kind of developing in this show and her kind of being stuck in this of her story kind of revolving around the characters that are there you know what I mean like they set up other stuff rather than just they set up other things like Captain Marvel 2 and things like that rather than like in Falcon and Winter Soldier they set up uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier you're set up for either a season 2 or uh, even a Captain America 4 so you know, hats off to those guys for pulling that off, but that's why I feel Falcon and Winter Soldier was better than WandaVision, despite having less episodes, and, um, another thing that I thought was interesting was the fact that, you know, like, like, man, Falcon gives that great speech at the end of that first, at the end of that fight scene at the end, when he's talking about this is what we should do we should care about one another not worry about the color of our skin or not worry or not call these people who are just trying to help each other out terrorists you know don't look at us as a terrorist don't look at us as a threat don't look at us as a thug just look at us as a human being you know if our you know we sit and talk to each other without even being influenced by one another and it, you know, he gives a great speech at the end. He, he gives a very powerful speech. And then there, he has that great moment with Isaiah Bradley. Like I said, they re, they honor him at the Smithsonian, which was really cool. And he kind of accepts the mantle as Captain America, but still rocking the, you know, the Falcon wingsuit. And um, 
So yeah, that was kind of cool. To be honest, like I, I like the show all the way around. My only complaint, to be honest, my only complaint with the show are the characters of the Flag Smashers. They're really not that interesting to me. Like even like their cause, like their 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 cause, their presence, their settings, their character arcs are just really underdeveloped all the way around. They remind me, like I think I said this in my other review, they remind me of the gold people from Guardians of the Galaxy. They pop up here and there to kind of stop our main our main heroes from doing what they got to do, but it's like the story expects us the audience to take them seriously as villains. Now, the difference is the Flag Smashers are presented as the main antagonists, but I couldn't get behind their story. Like, yeah, you kind of do feel bad for these people who, because when the blip happened in the in the universe, they kind of felt that, you know, they were able to be taken care of. But then when the Avengers undid the snap, you know, it kind of goes back to how it was before. Like, these people saw peace for the first time and who knows how long. And then for that tyranny and that, you know, uh, to return after the Avengers said everything right was kind of was kind of interesting to see but at the same time I'm, I was never invested into those characters Carly the main the girl that led them all really wasn't all that interesting she dies at the end her death really didn't have that impact you know and then but the you know her followers who are still alive are then killed by Zemo's people it was cool to have one last shot of Zemo uh at the raft you know by himself and things like that I wish I wish they do more with Zemo I would have loved to see a little bit more with Zemo I would have loved to see Zemo kind of take his full comic book form you know with the long trench coat and the purple hood like he does it in episode three I think but just for a brief moment, I wouldn't, I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to see more of them kind of do something like that in a way that is just like, holy shit. If they do do a season two, or if they do do a, uh, uh, Captain America four, I would love to see Daniel, uh, Daniel bro return as, uh, Zemo and kind of get a much more, a much more charismatic villain than he was in civil war. So, because we've seen, we've seen the character, uh, we've seen the character kind of like, uh, uh, expand a little bit, but you know, it's nothing more, it, it, but because this is a Disney plus series, um, you know, you're kind of contained to the six episodes, which is fine. But at the same time, I, I, I just kind of wish there was a little bit more to it. In closing, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up right here. Uh, overall, I would give Falcon and Winter Soldier probably an 8 out of 10. Uh, it was definitely, you know, it had its hit and misses. Uh, the Flag Smashers, in my opinion, were probably the weakest spot. Uh, that's just me. I love the, uh, the incorporation of Baron Zemo. I wish we had more of that. The introduction, I don't want to say the introduction, but the return of the Wakandans was pretty cool. Both Sebastian, I think Sebastian Stan carried the first three, I want to say he carried about three episodes. And then, of course, um, Anthony Mackie carried uh, the last two episodes. It was really good. I like all the incorporations that they were going for. And um, overall, this was a pretty good show. It was a, definitely a step up from WandaVision. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Loki. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is the fact that I have to wait another month for that show to come out. But um, yeah, man, this was a pretty good show. You know, Marvel, I mean, 
yeah, Marvel actually stuck the landing this time with this show. So um, overall, it's pretty good. Uh, it I don't know. It might be worth a rewatch, but like I said, now knowing all this, all the the low points, I can probably just you know breeze on through it. But uh, but anyway, guys, as always, you know, if you like the podcast, go ahead and like, subscribe, follow me. Follow all the the Madhouse on Spotify or or Apple, whichever platform you're using. Make sure you follow the Madhouse Twenty One on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to shoot me a line, if you want to have a a little more personal information about the personal conversation about uh, the show in general, uh, I'm pretty sure there is those uh, naysayers out there who know once they hear this that they're probably going to say I'm just being biased or being sexist towards the show because it wasn't you know a dramatic you know, pull over or anything like that, but everybody's entitled to their opinion. I think everybody has the right to, you know, express themselves any way they see fit. I just thought this show was a lot better than the previous one and, uh, be on the lookout for, uh, the spoiler review for show for, um, uh, we have Mortal Kombat coming out. Of course, the last two episodes of the video game films is coming out as well. So be on the lookout for those. Those might be dropping sometime later today or maybe in tomorrow. Uh, but as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.